Welcome to the Get It Girl community where, yes, you can have it all. We are redefining confidence in life, business, health, and happiness. If you are motivated, full of drive, a go-getter, and looking for ways to achieve it all without losing yourself to the constant grind, this space is for you. We are teaching you to take control of your life to boost confidence, to feel good inside and out, which then spills into every aspect of your life. You show up better for yourself, your relationships, your career, your passions. We also focus a lot on bucket lists to help ignite that passion and adventure in you when it comes to different seasons in your life, to relationships, travel, food, and so much more. So look in the mirror and say it loud and proud. Yes, you can have it all. Get it, girl. We are changing the conversation around women and success from empowerment to celebration of achievement. Welcome to the Get It Girl podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Ashley Legg, and this is a solo episode about 2024, starting the year strong with your health and wellness goals. Now, I am very passionate about this topic, so I'm really excited to dive in and just to hopefully motivate and inspire you to chase whatever goals your heart desires because you really can accomplish anything that you put your mind to if you are taking action, if you are staying consistent, if you're creating healthy habits that are long-lasting, if you are patient, and if you believe in yourself. Let's start with tip number one, and this is to set measurable and achievable goals. So these are smaller goals that you are going to make clear and that are in reaching distance. So for example, you can make a goal to do Three, three sessions of 30 minutes of cardio or activity per week. That's realistic. If you aren't working out and you all of a sudden go, I want to hit seven workouts in a week, every single week, that's, that's hard. But if you're setting smaller measurable goals, they are more likely to be completed. So setting that three times 30 minute sessions per week is something that you can hit. And then once you hit that consistently, you can add on and add a fourth session, a fifth session, and then obviously make sure you're resting one to two times a week because that is just as important for recovery and for progress. But the point is set a goal that you can achieve first and then build upon that. Another simple goal that you could add is to, you know, focus on your water. How many ounces can you hit per day? That's realistic. Where can you start and then grow from there? So I always like to tell my clients, let's start at 64 ounces of water and then build from there to increase that if your body needs it. Okay. Number two is to create your action plan. So after you set those goals, you have to take action to get closer to achieving them. So creating an action plan is really going to help you. And I really believe that if you write down your tasks or you put them into like a Google calendar, for example, you are going to see the action that you need to take and you're more likely going to do that, right? So when you see something, it's like, oh, it's there. So for example, set your workouts, pencil them in on a written calendar or in your Google calendar and schedule them like a work meeting that you have to show up for. So you're going to see that workout in that time slot 
and you already allotted it. So now all you have to do is show up. I also recommend time blocking for meal prep. Meal prep can be overwhelming for some people. And so you need to give yourself some time to create a grocery list, to have an idea of what kinds of meals you want to have that week and to make time to shop, whether it's in person or online and to prepare some food in advance so that you do have some healthier options in reaching distance rather than not having a plan, scrambling, trying to figure out what to do and then settling for something not as nutritious or nourishing for you, your body, and your goals. So definitely work on creating that action plan. My tip number three is to prioritize self-care. And this is just really making sure that you are a priority in your routine. And this includes activities beyond just the workouts and the food. This is prioritizing your sleep. This is maybe practicing some deep breathing or meditation if that has been something you've been wanting to do. It's to take regular breaks so that you have downtime and that you can relax so you're not constantly go, go, go and just burning yourself out. It's engaging in hobbies or other things that really bring you joy and that reduce stress. So prioritize what makes you happy. It will all pay off in the long run, even if sometimes it may feel like initial work up front, like, oh, I I want to do this, but I don't have time, but I'm going to figure it out. It will reduce stress because when you are happy and you are doing the things you love, then you are just more content inside. And then that's going to spill out into other areas of your life. And you're just going to show up happier because you are prioritizing your self-care. Tip number four is to focus on nourishing foods. And I really believe that this is a huge one because when you are focusing on foods that are providing your body energy and that are coming more from whole food sources, you are going to overall feel better. Food is fuel and food is medicine. So it's very important to really take a look at what you are putting into your body and just make sure that you are having balanced meals that have only protein source, that have lots of fruits and veggies, that have healthy fats, moderate, good, healthy carbs. And when you have those balanced, your body is going to thrive because our body needs macronutrients macros and those are our protein fat and carbs and then we need minimal traces of our micronutrients which come from our fruits and veggies but that's where all our vitamins and minerals are going to come from so take a look at what you're eating and just try to start incorporating more nourishing foods okay and then reduce the high sugary snacks super processed items or the high sugary drinks try to reduce that and bring that to a minimum Tip number five is to stay active. And this is all about just finding an exercise routine that works for you, something that you love. Because if you are doing something that you don't love, it's going to always feel like work. And it's not going to be fun or motivating to show up to accomplish. So you need to choose something that brings you some joy, that makes you feel good. And once you have that consistency into your routine, your overall, just like the self-care and the food, you're going to start feeling so good from the inside out and it's all just going to pay off, okay? So movement also is medicine. Not only is it going to help you towards your goals, it's going to provide 
endorphins, which are those feel-good feelings. It's going to reduce stress. It's going to reduce aches and pains. You're going to feel more mobile and you're just going to really benefit overall. So if you have an able body, move it in some way, even if it's three sessions, 30 minutes of walking, it all counts. Tip number six is to stay hydrated and drinking enough water is really crucial for overall health. It's recommended that you drink at least eight cups of water, which is 64 ounces back to that. My recommendation of a half a gallon per day. And the biggest tip is to carry a water container that is motivating to you. I actually have my Stanley right here. I know that this is very popular, but honestly, I love it because this is 30 ounces. I work to hit three of these um, per day, sometimes four. Actually, I'm sorry. This is 40 ounces. <laughs> I hit three per day. And then if I get a fourth, that's just an added bonus. But you just have to figure out how much water is good for you where you're not feeling dehydrated and you're just feeling the benefits of getting enough water. Water has so many benefits from increasing metabolism by 30% to flushing out toxins, to cushioning your muscle and joints, to helping your skin. Just the list goes on and on. So stay hydrated. Let's take a break for a chug. <laughs> Tip number seven is to get sufficient rest. And this kind of goes back to the self-care I was talking about before. If you are getting enough rest at night, you are just going to thrive more in your everyday life. You are going to have more energy. You are going to be more quick when it comes to fast thinking. You're not going to feel so lethargic. So sleep is so important to your overall well-being and your goals. So I would really work to get seven to nine hours of quality sleep every single night. And one way that I have started to really improve this is I have been eliminating any usage of my phone after 9 p.m., which really gives me about an hour to wind down. And I'm always hoping to be sleeping around 10 p.m. And that has really helped me. So instead of being on my phone, I will read a good book or I will even watch a good show. It's all about just kind of reducing that mindless scrolling and just consuming so much stuff that where now your mind is like working, right? Because you're seeing so much stuff right before bed. You really want to do things that are going to relax your mind and body before you try to fall asleep. I also do love a good nighttime tea that sometimes helps me just relax or you can go into meditation. That's always helpful and stretching. I have been also loving nighttime baths after I put the kids down with some Epsom salt. It's been really helping just reduce my soreness and inflammation, but also relaxing my mind, which helps me wind down for sleep. Some of those are my tips, but you can definitely find tips that help you get a more restful rest. Tip number eight is to find an accountability partner. I feel like that, yes, you are strong alone, but we are stronger together. So sharing your goals with someone is really going to help you stay motivated. It's going to help you stay encouraged and you can push each other so that some days when you're maybe having an off day, your accountability partner is there to really help, you know, drive it in and encourage you to keep going and to not give up and vice versa. And when you just connect with people who have like-minded goals, it's just powerful because 
it motivates you to keep on going. So definitely find that person, whether it's hiring a coach like myself or, you know, inviting a friend to a challenge or just finding someone that you connect with on social media that you know is into health and wellness, it all can make a huge difference when it comes to really staying on track of those goals. Number nine, tip number nine is to monitor your progress. And I really do believe that if you monitor your progress weekly, you are going to start appreciating the small wins and the big wins and it's all going to add up to your overall progress so i recommend taking progress pictures number one and these can be confidential to yourself but taking front side and back pictures whether it's in like a sports bra or shorts a bikini or if you're a male trunks like swim trunks or underwear boxers um that way you can see your body because sometimes people earn more progress on the scale and sometimes people earn more progress visually. And so you really want to be able to see how your body's changing. If it's not detrimental, you can also weigh in every once in a while to see where your progress is at. And then I just recommend really thinking about other measures of progress that are beyond just pictures in the scale. Like, are you sleeping better? Do you have more energy? Are your clothes fitting better? Do you feel happier? There's so many little measures of progress, but when you celebrate those, those wins, it's just going to help you keep on going, which consistency is really the game changer when it comes to earning progress. You have to be consistent over an extended period amount of time, and that can be a long time. So patience also helps in that department. And last but not least, tip number 10 is to be kind to yourself and to remember that health and wellness, these are lifelong journeys. So these aren't quick fixes or things that you can achieve in a very quick amount of time. They take time and they take practice. And that's why it's hard for a lot of people. So I just want you to be kind to yourself in the process and to speak kindly to yourself instead of talking down to yourself saying like, I don't like my body right now, or I'm so mad that I didn't do this, or you're a failure because you didn't eat perfectly. Just stop that. Stop it. And just start being kind to yourself and saying, I am taking action to becoming a better version of myself. My goal is to be 1% better every day, not perfect, just 1% better. And when you start to shift that mindset and change the way you're talking to yourself, it really does make a difference because our minds believe what we tell it. So you want to fill your mind with some positive self-talk and support. Remember that you are your biggest commitment. You are living with yourself for the rest of your life. So instead of fighting with yourself or talking down to yourself, start treating yourself with respect. And that starts within. And when you do that, progress will happen in a lot of different areas of your life because you are starting within and working externally. So I really hope that you guys took away some tools, some healthy tools from this solo podcast. I am wishing you the best of luck in your journey. Whatever goals you're chasing, they are in reaching distance. All you have to do is show up for yourself day in and day out. Thank you so much for joining the Get It Girl podcast. And I can't wait to talk with you guys in the next one. Bye. 
Thank you for listening to the Get It Girl podcast. If you're not already, make sure you subscribe so you don't miss a new episode. Our number one goal is to connect, inspire, and to build a movement where you never feel alone. See you in the next episode.